How is it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer, and it's your daily news update for Tuesday, December, sorry, November the 10th. Not in December yet, let's not jump the gun. Uh, I've got a few stories for you here today, but some of them are holdovers from yesterday because it was quite a, quite a large weekend for news. Let's jump in here. Uh, first things first, I want to talk about Square Enix and Marvel's Avengers because... Avengers, you know, it was a game that had a lot of troubling PR leading up to it launching. And then when it did launch, it had a fairly mediocre reception. And despite all of that, many people, myself included, felt like it was going to perform extremely well in terms of sales. Because, I mean, it's the Avengers. What do you expect? Best box office draw of all time, right? Well, it turns out that that isn't exactly the case. Uh, Square Enix reported on their quarter two financials, and while they haven't specifically pointed out how the game performed, analysts have done a bit of deduction. So for the games division of the company, their second quarter saw revenues of $229 million and an operating loss of $48 million. So they lost almost $50 million. That's a lot. You can contrast that with their first quarter, which had the release of Final Fantasy VII Remake, where they got another $100 million of revenue, and a profit of close to $100 million as well. The amount of money that they lost with Avengers is especially notable because that game was built as a games-as-a-service in mind. They could theoretically sell a low amount of it up front, but then still make money off of the microtransactions. Unfortunately, though, according to Steam charts, the game regularly only has between 500 and 1,500 concurrent players. That's not exactly optimistic numbers for such a large game, and obviously their monetization model isn't going to work out in that case. Crystal Dynamics have said that they're trying to work on updating the game, but, you know, I'm not convinced that this is going to be a quick fix. I see it similarly to Anthem, where there's these major pillars of the game that are, you know, the kind of the biggest issues of the game that people have, and that kind of means overhauling the whole system. Anyway, I do hope that it works out in the end, but I figured you might be interested in that story. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is releasing today, in fact. And let me tell you, the reviews for the game are just as dense as the game itself. To be perfectly honest, I would very much encourage you to pick your favorite website or reviewer and just hear what they have to say, just because of how much these reviews cover. I'll give it to you in short. The reception is positive. I saw a lot of parallels with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is the latest uh, one before Valhalla. You know, it's got the sprawling world that people want to explore, it's more of an RPG game than a stealth game like the original Assassin's Creed's. It's got very entertaining combat. Uh, I will say many of the reviewers came across some bugs, so be cautious before you do buy the game. And, you know, if you've never played Assassin's Creed before, this is probably a fine time to jump in if you like the, you know, Viking setting. And if you have played Assassin's Creed, then again, I encourage you to read the reviews. They're going to give you far more detail than I can. And obviously, the best thing to ever do is look at gameplay footage. <laughs> Okay, so I would say those were the two major stories of today. Uh, of course, today is November 10th. That also means that the Xbox Series X and S is coming out today. Uh, hopefully, deliveries are going to go out on time if you're a day one buyer. And hey, if you are a day one buyer, then, you know, have fun. This is an exciting time. We're going to have the PS5 release in a few days as well. This is the week of next generation. And of course, uh, it's always a landmark for gamers everywhere. And hey, if you're playing on Xbox, whether it's next-gen or current-gen or PC, uh, here is your somewhat irregular reminder that the value of the Xbox Game Pass is just off the charts. If you think you're somebody that would benefit from it, it's very much worth it. They've got hundreds of games in the catalog, and 
They've got some games coming up. Uh, first of all, Destiny 2 is going to be coming out on the Game Pass with its latest expansion, Beyond Light, on day one. They've got Tetris Effect coming up soon. They have the full EA Play subscription service, which is a bunch of their back catalog just being lumped in there with Game Pass Ultimate. Halo 4 is heading to PC soon. Uh, Planet Coaster, Final Fantasy VIII Remastered. Uh, it's a bunch of really great games. Definitely check it out. Okay, and super quickly before we take it home, I just wanted to mention that the Telltale edition of Sam and Max, the first season of the game, is going to be getting remastered. There's another studio who ended up picking up the rights after Telltale closed down, and they're, they're getting the remaster up and running. And it's going to be arriving on December 2nd. If that's your thing, feel free to check it out. Uh, otherwise, folks, that's going to wrap us up for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back tomorrow with even more news. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hello, TGO After Show. Uh, you hate to see something like Avengers happen the way that it did. A part of me was like, yeah, if you're gonna approach the game the way that you did, I do kind of want this to happen, because then hopefully they'll learn their lesson, if that's a thing that happens. Maybe that's a little antagonistic, but... On the other hand, you know, you want to see games succeed. But, I mean, hey, you know, if they had invested in Avengers as a extremely good campaign that could be easily lengthened out comic book style, introducing different, you know, characters and stories and whatnot, with a really strong multiplayer, that would have sold better than this. You can almost guarantee it. Games as a service can be done extremely well, but it really needs to come from a position of, I mean, it sounds obvious, but like player first, right? The games that do games as a service well are the ones that are communicating best with its players or are offering some kind of value that people don't notice the money exiting their bank account. GTA Online provides a service that so many people find valuable that they're going to throw money at it. Avengers wasn't able to provide that. Subsequently, something like Fall Guys has, you know, fairly mediocre gameplay, quite frankly, if you're going to play it for hundreds of hours. It's got a great presentation, it's got a great concept, but it gets very repetitive if you're just going to you know, sink all of your time into it, which is the point of games as a service, right? But they make their money because they're doing extremely well with the cosmetics, they're communicating with their community like crazy, and presumably they have a system set up where people don't feel like they're being taken advantage of. And what the reviews talked about with Avengers was, hey, if you want the stuff that you want, it's not an easy road. That's a tough sell. Anyway, uh, today I started playing a bit more of The Witcher 3. I think I mentioned it on the after show before. I, uh, I'm trying to get back into it, because in the summer when I got my job, I obviously started running out of time, and then school hit, and I very much started running out of time, and before that happened, I was playing The Witcher 3, so now I'm trying to slowly reintegrate into it. The thing that I really noticed today was that I am a type of gamer who really wants to be slow. Like, I want, I, you know, I, I hear about these people who play their RPGs, and I'm sure there's many of you listening to this who are like this. You play your game and you sit there just admiring the environment and soaking in the music and the atmosphere. And you read every diary entry and, you know, really immerse yourself. That is very much the type of gamer that I want to be. But then every time I try it, it does not work out. And I tried it today with The Witcher. You know, it's a beautiful game. Music is top tier. Lighting is fantastic. And I found myself on a boat 
And for a lot of it, I was like, okay, this is really cool. You know, the water looks incredible. I was just, I was in the moment. I was soaking it in. And then after 45 seconds, I was like, okay, I got it. And then I realized I was only about a tenth of the way on my journey. And I was like, oh my God, this boat is so slow. So I got off and I teleported. So it's a shame, you know, I, I want to be one of those gamers, but for some reason, I just don't have the, the oomph for it, I guess. And maybe it's because I've already spent so much time in The Witcher at this point. Maybe maybe if I had a new game in front of me, like Valhalla, uh, I'd be more likely to do it. But I don't know, maybe some of you can resonate with that. Anyway, that'll be all. Thank you so much for joining me. Until tomorrow, farewell. <laughs>